Welcome to Leap Listens. I'm Sarah McGregor. And I'm Roger Kalis. Leap Listens is brought to you by Leap Create. We're a people communications agency and we help organisations communicate to their candidates and employees through creative storytelling. Today we're going to be talking about the connection between employee experience and the impact on customer experience. And if improving your employee experience, can this contribute to better business outcomes? And who better to join us on this discussion than Pete Markey, CMO of Boots UK. Pete, welcome to Leap Listens. Great to be here. Thank you for having me on. So Pete, this is a pretty big topic and we've only got 15 minutes, but we'll try and unpack it a bit. So what are your thoughts on the link between engaged employees and the customer experience? I think it's really important because I think ultimately your team members, the people that work for your business are the manifestation of your brand. And I think they're therefore the greatest ambassadors for your brand when they're out. I and mean, in a business like ours, with you know, over 2,000 stores in the UK, every single team member each day up and down the country is, is, is representing Boots. The contact you have with a pharmacist, the contact you have with a beauty advisor is a manifestation of the brand and will leave you an impression, hopefully a good one, of the brand. So I think it's really important that employees feel connected with your purpose, connected with what your organization's about and are really clear on the role they can play to make a huge difference. I think if you haven't got that level of connection, you you create what I call a brand gap where your marketing might be great, but if your team members aren't feeling it or living and breathing it, the minute you interact with them, as a consumer, you can see that gap. There's a a brilliant interbrand model that says the brands that best live their purpose and the ones that are the most profitable live it through four lenses. Uh, One is communication, one is you know, environment and channels, the other is products and services, but the fourth one, they're in no particular order, is people and culture. And they'd argue that that unless your people are aligned, uh, unless your people are helping you deliver your brand promise, you can have amazing advertising and a great website, but your people really matter. And the role of your people is vital uh, to really making your brand purpose real and ultimately delivering growth. That's really interesting, Pete. And I guess if anyone was wondering about the importance of a strong brand, I suppose it's the difference between having a bad experience and seeing it as an anomaly, you know, a one-off, someone having a bad day, and that experience being a reflection of the entire brand that they're dealing with. I remember a while back, I was judging some awards and one of the entries, it was for a large broadband provider. And one of the insights was that if people had had a bad interview experience and they were also a customer, is that uh, quite a few of them would go home and cancel their broadband with that particular provider or certainly not renew it and um, wouldn't be uh, quick to recommend it to their friends. So this stuff really does have a material impact on the business as a whole. So Pete, as Chief Marketing Officer, how closely do you work with the employee experience team? Yeah, it's become an increasingly important part of my role, actually, Sarah, in the last few roles I've done where it's particularly around brand purpose, where I've come into a business and had a look at why the business exists, what we're there to do, the role we play in customers' lives. You, You come very quickly into, well, how are we going to activate that? Well, we activate that ultimately through our people and what we do. So I've worked a lot with the HR teams on culture and particularly on things like employee value propositions at EVP. So we've actually just been developing a new EVP within Boots based on our new brand purpose, which is to serve our customers' well-being for life. So that the EVP 
directly links links to that and comes out of the core of the purpose and so um so yeah it's become increasingly important and i'm really passionate about this that you know we have to get the evp right so uh, throwing jargons out but the employee value proposition and the customer value proposition so cvp your cvp will not work without your evp it's super important employees are engaged to deliver on your purpose and your ambition I think in our very first podcast, we touched on this and about how it's difficult these days to uncouple the employee experience with the consumer experience because everything's just much more transparent these days. If you want to find out what it's like to work somewhere, then that information is kind of readily to hand um, and you don't just accept the sort of broadcast version of what an organization might tell you what it's like. Well, I think you're right. And also that, the, the, you know, uh, take a, a purpose like ours, which is we serve your well-being for life, then the important bit for us is that customers don't just feel that, but employees feel that. So team members feel that as well. So it is real to them because then it's truly authentic, isn't it? It's like I, I, you know, I'm experiencing the purpose for myself. I see the company live its values in me, through me, but also then I feel more confident and take that out, communicate it and make it real because it is real to me. So yes, it's a powerful link. Yeah, it's great to hear marketing and the employer branding team working so closely together. I mean, years ago, it was HR playing at marketing and the two teams working so separately, but it's great to see them much more closely aligned. It's a really important point, Sarah, because I think the danger otherwise is marketing also can live in its own silo, which is, you know, we're here creating campaigns, you know, and then making advertising. And, and actually the best marketing teams I've been involved with are ones where they have a proper role in helping the business, drive the business forward, drive growth, drive strategy. And they're just curious and take a real interest in every part of the business. Um, and I think without it, you're right, I just don't think businesses can succeed if these functions stay in these sort of silos. I think the more you can break down the walls between teams, and I think COVID's helped with that in a lot of businesses, just broken down walls, broken down silos, where teams are having to collaborate now more than ever, which I'm confident is a good thing. Well, I certainly think it is, and I, I think we've seen both sides in our career where marketing do see it as HR playing at advertising and um, you could ask them for the employee brand guidelines and it's kind of well, what what are those uh, here's just the corporate ones um, but equally we've seen where these teams like yours are really aligned and they understand the value in the connections between those two those two departments. So as a leader Pete how do you retain that camaraderie with your teams in the virtual and hybrid workplace? It's hard, isn't it? I think for me, one of the big things through lockdown and beyond has been just moving beyond what I call transactional catch-ups to ones that are about caring for each other and supporting each other. And um, I still have to watch myself now where there's so many calls now, virtual calls on Teams or Zoom or whatever we use, where you know, you've got half an hour or 30, 40 minutes, you go straight into the list of let's cover this, this and this. And often some of the, the niceties of things you do in face-to-face of like, how was your weekend? And how are things going and just those water cooler moments I think you miss out on. So I've consciously with the with particularly my lead team lent into a lot more of you know, creating the space to, to I guess be human again and be real and, and create space in calls to to have those conversations that aren't always straight into the agenda. Outside that, as, as we got more into um, getting back together again, I've created more of those moments when it, you know, there's a really great reason to get back together. So we had a team away day a couple of weeks ago everyone together off-site in a great venue just on, on the outskirts of Nottingham. And it's just good to get everyone together for that moment. And so we're creating sort of event meetings where it's just good to be in and good to interact with each other. So I'm trying to strike the balance of sort of, you know, keeping close to people, checking everyone is okay, 
using the you know, virtual meetings really well, but being quite deliberate in when we get together for certain meetings. Um, and I think, you know, the, I had a, a meeting last week actually on Christmas, plan, already planning Christmas and looking at Christmas creative. It's amazing considering the time of year we're in. But it's just great to do that together in a room you know, with work up on the walls, talking about stuff together. And so I think some of those event meetings are really helping with that. So we're trying to strike that balance. The bit I'm trying to avoid is, is create a situation where, you know, people come to the office and spend the time in the office sort of sat on Teams calls all day. I want, I want, it, I want it to be that there's great momentum and energy and really good meetings to come in for that create that different level of engagement. And we're, we're certainly making good progress on that. Oh, yeah, no, t totally. I think doing these podcasts, we are starting to hear some common themes coming through. And one of them has certainly been about the sort of post-pandemic, those conversations, the importance of those kind of water cooler conversations that not just heading straight into the meeting and making sure that you make the time to pass the time of day with people as you would before when you um, people were physically together. So I've got a question here and it's quite a big question and hopefully we'll have time to cover it off, but it's just about the purpose and how you embed that purpose and get people to believe it at the ground level i think like so many of these things it's fine isn't it if you're at that board level and so many sort of missions and visions and values are kind of dreamt up at that level and then cascaded down but from everything that you've said the key thing is that employees buy into that they believe in the purpose so what are the, the tactics and the techniques and the and the ways that you get people to really believe that the purpose is true to them yeah i think um the important bit is, is I guess, to make make it true, you have to have symbolic actions that are really real, and, and employees, team members can really feel that in their day to day. So, we've actually, for the Boost Brand purpose, built out that four box model I was talking about earlier on the Interbrand model. So, there's clear actions in communications, there's clear impact in the environment and channels, clear actions in products and services, and and their actions connected to the EVP, the Employee Value Proposition, the People and Culture section. So for, for team members, they can point to things and go, well, that's different, that's new, or I can see how this thing fits here. So you have to be, I think it's at the heart of your question, you have to be really intentional and deliberate in what you're doing. You can't just force fit some stuff in and go, oh, well, that, that's part of that then. And you, you need to have some deliberate symbolic things of, 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 of change, I think, for people to be able to point to. But also some of that comes organically. I mean, we, we've run, to develop the, the new Boots brand purpose work, we've had workshops with team members you know, we've done active research with them and customers and, and, and they've helped us build that and build some of the actions around it. So I think employee involvement and engagement is really important as you build up that action plan. So, so yeah, ultimately work with your team members to make it real, develop an action plan that's real and tangible and go for those symbolic things that demonstrate, all right, we're going in this direction now, or, you know, just so people can tangibly point to it. And it's definitely very, very real. Yeah, when I think of Boots, I do think of it as certainly being a trusted brand. And I know that's not something that happens either overnight or by accident. Yeah, definitely. That I think that, that trust is is uh, being built over many years. I mean, it's a 170-year-old brand. I think um, the, bit, the bit we're really working on next is, is how you build from trust into ongoing relevance for today. And Boots has got so much great news around the things we're doing to help people in their lives today. So our new end line, all our brand work is boots with you for life, which is just demonstrating that we're with you for all of that journey for life and all of the, I guess, the twists and turns of what life brings from those really great moments to have some of those more challenging moments when you, you, you've got certain health conditions. Um, and so um, I think, you know, the bit for us now is translating that trust into, well, I trust you and, and you know, increasingly you are, you are the brand that I need today and tomorrow and every day. Um, and that's the journey we're on. 
So, Pete, I think we're sadly approaching the end of our time together. Um, just is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with finally as a, as a wrap up or as a bit of advice, possibly even to other marketing managers about um, the conversation that we've had? I think just to say, if, if, if there are people listening from a, a marketing background, is just be really curious about the business you're in. Reach out beyond the walls of your own team and, and find out what's going in on, particularly in the HR team. Build the connections, build the relationships, network like crazy. Find out what's going on and find out how you can extend the influence, positive influence of what you do to help shape and drive the business. Don't stay fixed within the team you're in. Think beyond the walls of your job description and, and look to make the wider difference. You'd be amazed the people you'll meet and the opportunities that you'll, you'll come across. Excellent. Yes, it's so refreshing to hear marketing and HR working so mm, closely together really and also having marketing so invested in the EVP. Thanks, Pete, for joining us. It was a really, really interesting chat. No worries. Thank you. That was really insightful, wasn't it? I think Pete's such a leader, isn't he, in, in his oh, field? Yes. Yeah, really, really, just just really knows what he's talking about. Had a lot of great things to say. Yes, and I think it's um, so important to treat employees, you know, as as you do your, your customers. And that does have a, a massive impact in, you know, the business outcomes um, and ultimately the bottom line. Yeah, and I think, you know, what we're hearing a lot these days is about the purpose as well, isn't it? You know, and brand's purpose and how employees really need to buy into that purpose. And it needs to resonate with them in a way that it does with consumers, because if if they're not living in, breathing it, then that's just really going to come across and ultimately damage your brand. Absolutely. So the outcome is treat your employees like you do your your end clients. And the other thing you said was that if you are in marketing, a great bit of advice is to just open your mind to employer brand, go and talk to your colleagues in HR, go and see what's happening because those two things don't exist in isolation. Absolutely. That's great advice. Well, I don't know about you, Sarah, but this new pod we've got is quite hot. <laughs> it's quite warm. I'm and, glad that our podcast is only 15 minutes. And the fan is too loud to switch on. So I think now's probably quite a good time yeah, to draw this to a close. Exit. Okay, well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Cheers.